0: Hi, this is Erin from Rose Quartz Mediumship, and I am excited to have Ayal here with us today for this podcast. At Rose Quartz Mediumship, we absolutely adore anything and everything metaphysically and healing-based, and Ayal is right in that same line of thought. So welcome to the podcast, Ayal.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be doing this with you.
0: Yes, I am so excited. If you want to just take a moment and tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and how we cross paths, and then we will talk a little bit about creative flow with spirit.
1: Perfect. Uh, Yeah. Um, So spiritually, I am um, a seeker and a poet and a musician and a healer. Um, I... I really started my adult spiritual journey a couple of years ago um, through um, the Green Mountain Druid Order, uh, where I've been a student for a little over two years. I'm in my final year of the program, and that's actually how we met. Um, yes. There was a, a fundraising event that you were doing, and it would be a very long story, but but it was as, as magical encounters tend to happen. Um, Our paths crossed and continued to cross, um, and um, we've been working together for a couple of years now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love the way that we cross paths. Um, We have a spirit mentor in common, and I love the fact that he connected us while on the other side of the veil.
1: Yeah, it's it's really special. Yeah, the, these are the sorts of things that are almost uh, too juicy to believe, but, but exactly, it's, it's been quite amazing.
0: I remember a, a time in my life where I didn't believe that um, consciousness could align things like this or manifest things like this while they were on the other side of the veil, and. I've had the lived experience so many times that I giggle at the at the prior version of me that didn't believe these things.
1: Yeah, and I would say I still need the reminder, you know, even, <laughs> even though it's happened so many times and it's so obvious, it still sort of catches my breath every time it, it happens and I'm like,
2: oh yeah, yeah.
1: There's so much more than, than little old me trying to plunk, plunk his way through the world.
0: <laughs> it's pretty humbling, isn't it? Very, very humbling. Yeah. So one of my favorite things, and there's so many favorite things about you, um, one of my favorite things about you is your connection with spirit and how you engage with spirit through your creative flow and your creative process. And I would love for you to share with the, the listeners a little bit about what that looks like and feels like and is like for you.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um... You know, it's actually been through working with you that I've come to recognize my creative process as something that's spirit-guided. I was very resistant to that idea when you first brought it (laughs) it, uh, (laughs) uh, up to me. Um, But I just had this process or this experience multiple times in my life and I didn't know what it was. And understanding it through the process and through the framework of spirit Um, just makes so much sense, as if it needs to make sense. Um, So if I go back, I would say there were two distinctive experiences in my life um, before the last couple of years where I felt this creative flow that seemed to be coming from outside of me. Uh, One was... Uh, over spring break of my sophomore year of high school, uh, my family and I grew up in a large community, so this was like a 15-passenger van with all my brothers and sisters. We took a cross-country trip, um, through, through and to the American Southwest and then back, and I was in a poetry class that was my English class that semester, and I just started getting poems that's how I it felt like poems were just coming to me as we were driving and it was I had this mission of at least one poem per state as we were driving through
2: yeah (laughs) I love that
1: and they were just coming so I I think I had like Pennsylvania is so darn long I think there was like (laughs) eight or nine poems of Pennsylvania um uh, and so that was one distinctive moment where I just felt like, there, it felt like there was something outside of me, outside of my conscious self, and I didn't have a framework for talking about it that was flowing through me. And the second one um, <coughs> was uh, in, in college, uh, right after uh, I met uh, the woman who was to become my wife, uh, my ex-wife. Um, And it was such an emotionally intense period and there was so much going on and so many changes and within that first six month period i just had songs arriving and that was the way that i described it at the time that full melodies and words would just come and i i would describe it to people as if i was just scribing i was just writing as quickly as i could what was coming into my awareness and it was you know I didn't have anybody in my life who could validate or understand that experience um, and so it was just I would talk about it and people would say that's kind of weird um, <laughs> <laughs> but what made what made it really distinctive about both of those moments actually both the poems in high school and the music in college was that it was the first time that I um, I didn't care what other people thought about what I was creating um, mm. they had this intrinsic value they needed expression and I just happened to be there to express them and that feeling of being in sync with this energy that is greater than myself is so delicious it's so, isn't it it's so, it's so good it's so right it's so yes um, and and I found that the more that I, I sort of sink into that process, the more it flows, the more it comes. There's a relationship with that kind of energy that strengthens the more that I engage with it the more that I honor it
0: like any other relationship Absolutely. right <laughs> Absolutely.
1: and like many relationships it feels scary at first it feels yeah. there's a timidness there's a is this real
0: it's very vulnerable yes
1: yeah, so vulnerable right yeah because it feels so wonderful and you're yeah. giving yourself into it and and there's a, a deep trust that is required um, and so one of the most memorable things when I first uh, came to the Druid school uh, in, this, in this beautiful stone, stone circle temple that we're standing in right now, um, it was my very first Druid ceremony and I remembered, before the school formally started, and I, I remembered that uh, Fern, the, the teacher and leader of the school, was talking about this uh, Welsh concept of the Awen, which is the, the spirit of creativity and how in druidry it is creativity is considered sacred it's a sacred act and it is honored and it is recognized as a pathway to communicating with the divine yes and i was just floored and i thought <laughs> oh my god these people have a
2: name for it <laughs> And I just, now uh, that it has a name,
0: yeah, I can yeah, sink into yeah, it on a well, different level. Totally. <laughs> like it has
1: a name and there's a community of people who yeah. understand what this is. And, yeah. Um, and a sense
0: uh, of belonging.
1: Perfect. That word. <laughs> that word <is> so, <laughs> has become so important in my reality in the last couple of days. So it's amazing that, that you said that. Um, yes, a sense of belonging. A sense of connection, not just with this nebulous spirit and I didn't even know really what that meant but with other people who lived in relationship with the universe in this way yeah and um, and more recently um, really as part of my my spiritual unfolding which has coincided with my druid training and all this other work I've been doing a lot of work with Rose Quartz mediumship and ship and the community there um, my process right now, it's very sporadic. It's humbling in the sense that it's not predictable. I try to carve out some time every week um, to just try to open myself up um, to, to possibilities. And the, the origination point of artistic creativity for me is just deep heart connection and feeling. Mm, mm-hmm like the the portal into artistic creativity to me is feeling completely sinking myself into the experience of something, whether it's grief or despair or loneliness or overwhelming gratitude or, you know, heart leaping joy. It's opening myself up to that experience and then organically, sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) Um, words or melodies or music Just seem to come Mm -hmm. and they feel there's something outside of me for lack of a better word that wants expression it sort of comes into my heart and says here is something that the world wants to hear needs to hear yeah it feels like an imperative (laughs) Um, yeah uh, as it comes through and and then I just I honor that relationship by to the best of my ability writing the words down, writing the music, crafting it to my sensibilities when there's some creative freedom in what's given, and then sharing it and mm. trusting that, that what comes is coming for a reason.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know, it's neat. One of the things that I've I've heard you touch on twice is, is this concept or this sensation that it is coming from outside of you. Mm. And and I know what you're talking about because that happens for me lots of times too. And it's, it's for me, a funny balance of feeling like it's, it's not mine, right? Like it's coming. So that sensation of it's coming from outside of me and simultaneously from the deepest place within me.
1: Uh, that's so perfect. That's, it's exactly right. It's a paradox. And, yeah. and the thing about uh, magic and creative magic for me is it gets right to that place where the mind has to let go because it makes absolutely no sense. Yes. It's filled with illogical uh, incongruities and, yeah. f- and the mind wants to say, well, who is this and where is it coming from and <laughs> yeah. and all of that stuff. Is this me? Is this not me? And none of that matters because it's just sitting in, this, in, the, in, the, in the language of symbolism and heart and love and archetype and dream and that is the the music of art and creation and and yes it, there's this surrender of yes like i am i am it is so perfectly me to be here attuned yeah. and be uh, participating in creation in this way and it is so much bigger than me simultaneously yeah i love that
0: <laughs> yeah it's the that, that um pulled down into yourself and outside of yourself all at the same time that experience and it is when you're in it it's hard to describe if if you're talking to somebody who hasn't experienced something like that and yet it's this overwhelming sensation that makes so much sense once you've experienced it like to be pulled in both directions in the most intense and beautiful loving um, moderately uncomfortable (laughs) uh, um, way
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I, um, uh, something about what you just said just clicked into, clicked into place why, why I was, why in these moments I don't feel self-conscious about what I'm creating because mm-hmm. the I that is typically self-conscious or needs validation or is sort of in the smaller parts of the human experience realizes that it's not at stake in this. Right. This is, this is beyond that. So someone can not to be moved by a song or a poem, or frankly think it's crap, and it's just like, okay, that's Right, great. that
0: wasn't medicine for you, <laughs> <laughs> and your opinion actually yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> but,
1: but because not caring about that is so, was so foreign to me before yeah. these experiences started, it was it was so impossible to ignore that this was different.
0: Yes, was, yes.
1: That this was something that was completely different from my normal process.
0: Yes, yes, I love that. That sensation of not caring in either direction, right? Hmm. Because I think what we tend to have more attention on hmm. or awareness of is the, I guess, um, lack of emotional attachment to any sort of negative feedback. Yeah. But what's neat about it yeah. is that you also have a lack of emotional attention, awareness, attachment the positive either because it's like it doesn't matter
1: because it's the the container of the experience is so complete that's it It does not need any external input at all exactly you stand in it and you're like yes
0: yes hard stop
1: (laughs) period that was it exclamation point (laughs) (laughs) and yeah yeah and and I'm wondering if I can um we're recording this on the solstice and I'm wondering yes. if I can um, share a song that I wrote last year on for solstice.
0: Oh, I would love that and I bet our listeners would too. Okay. And we by the way are at Dreamland mm. inside of their stone circle here. Um, and and we will try to have a picture attached to this podcast so that you're able to see it.
1: Yeah, we are in um, one of the many uh, stone temples, stone circles that Ivan built when yes. he was alive, and it is a very magical place.
0: I think maybe this was his twenty first, or Sounds maybe right. I could be wrong. But it's in that ballpark. But
1: yes, imagine that—more <laughs> than twenty stone circles to your credit. Yes. <laughs> a very impressive achievement. Um, Okay, so this is a solstice blessing. Um, It's a chant, and I'll sing it three times. And hmm, I won't explain it. Uh, If you listen to it, um, the experience of it speaks for itself, I think.
2: By your life, Midsummer fire By your warmth We gather here Bound by Spirit In peace and love May our hearts and earth beat as one by your light midsummer fire by your warmth we gather here Bound by spirit In peace and love May our hearts and earth Beat as one By your light Midsummer fire By your warmth we gather here Bound by Spirit In peace and love May our hearts enter one.
0: Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for doing that and sharing it with us. It's beautiful medicine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For me, for me too.
0: <laughs> I love the way that you access spirit and the way that you engage with spirit. The the relationship that you have um, with spirit through your creativity. Um, And if you haven't gotten, if you're a listener and you haven't gotten the opportunity to connect with Aol and and the various different forms of creative flow and and art that he does, and he has many, I would highly, highly encourage you to connect with him and see if his medicine has something for your soul.
1: Mm, Thank you so much, Erin. I must express such deep gratitude because the the work that I've done with you and Rose Quartz Mediumship has been so instrumental in um, learning to trust that part of myself more deeply and honoring it more presently. Mm. Thank you.
0: It has been really beautiful (laughs) and fun to watch you move through your process and um, to get to witness you in that journey and on that journey. It has been a real treat for me hmm. to get to watch that and if you are not an active part of rose quartz mediumship community they all is an integral part of the community um, and holds a beautiful ground holds beautiful space and offers a lot to our community so if you have not come into our community i would welcome you in um, if nothing else, to connect with AL. <laughs>
1: That's so lovely. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here at Dreamland with us uh, on Summer Solstice to do this podcast. We are going to do a group sound bath. and
1: oh, can't wait. And then,
0: and then they've got <laughs> ecstatic dance, which is just such a beautiful way of honoring your body,
2: mm-hmm.
0: your heart. Mm-hmm your connection with spirit, and allowing mind to take a little vacation.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Well, thank you so much for being here with us on Rose Quartz Mediumship Podcast. We have really loved having you here, Ayal, and really love the medicine that you provide to us and the rest of the world.